You're listening to the Soul Strategies podcast hosted by the team here at Soul Strategies. We hope you like the latest episode and thanks for tuning in. All right, guys, I want to give everybody some time to get in here. Okay. Okay. Welcome back, everybody, to our Soul Strategies Live slash podcast. Today, we are streaming live on Instagram, looking at my phone, and right here on Facebook for my computer. So let's get into it. Um, Today is a really, really important day in American history. Um, We have finally gotten Trump out of office, and it's officially, his last day was officially, you know, concluded so we have officially inaugurated joe biden and kamala harris and they are the new leaders of the country so that's really really exciting to us all i know to me it's like kind of emotional like i feel like i need to take just like a giant sigh of relief because our work isn't done we're still a lot that we need to do and joe biden is inheriting an insane state of our country Um, But it is relieving to know that Donald Trump is no longer president and he is no longer the one that's going to be dictating because he was trying to do our country. So that's really, really, really exciting. So um, Donald Trump was a little petty by refusing to send Joe Biden a government plane but you know that didn't stop the inauguration from taking place i know some people like myself were really nervous about how the inauguration would actually go because of all of the chaos that's been going on the past couple of weeks um if you aren't aware in dc there has been a very very heavy military presence for the past two weeks ever since january 6th um, the military has began to occupy dc in preparation for the inauguration just because of fear that the insurrectionists um, were not finished with their plots um, there were bombs found there were protesters that were arrested who were planning to come to the inaugurations with weapons and it's just been a really really st- tenth state in our nation right now i was scared that somebody was going to try to do an assassination attempt or something like i didn't know what was going to happen but i'm glad to see that he was safely inaugurated and i'm glad to see that kamala the first woman and the first african-american woman at the same time to become vp that's really exciting so although it's a dark time in american history and this is one of the darker days we've seen in a while there's also just a tiny sense of hope in me because now that Trump is gone, we can at least put an end to his reign and begin something anew. So let's talk about the landscape that Biden is inheriting. So currently we have a global pandemic going on. Um, It's one of the biggest pandemics to happen in our country in decades. And he's inheriting Um, a loss of 400,000 Americans. Um, So that's really difficult to deal with. And he's going to have to come up with a strategy on how he's going to tackle the coronavirus and, you know, protect 
Americans and vaccinate them safely. So that's going to be one of the, his first major tasks. Another thing is the economy that he's inherited due to Donald Trump's leadership and the effects of the pandemic. It's one of the worst economies since the Great Depression. So that's also something that he's going to have to strategically tackle and, you know, provide relief and aid to Americans as well as figure out ways to stimulate our economy, get our businesses back open and just get us back on even solid footing. So that's also a really big task that he's going to have to complete. Um, and then lastly, talked about stimulus. We talked about that. Lastly, our racial tensions are at an all time, all time high. I in my lifetime has never have never seen our racial t- tensions so amped up. I mean, to me, it feels like the Donald Trump presidency has set us back about 50 years as far as race relations are concerned. And that's going to be something that he really has to figure out how to quote unquote heal us as a nation. And I've seen a lot of people say that like, oh, we have to come together and heal. We have to figure out how to mend Americans, how we can heal our nation. And honestly, where does the healing even start? How do we even begin to heal when such blatant racism, economic equality, um, And just who we are as America has been laid out so plainly for us. It's really hard to even see what direction we should go and where we should pick up. Hey, you're listening to the Soul Strategies Podcast. Take a moment to listen to some of our esteemed champions and their takeaways from the program. And I'm glad that I was a part of that, that I had the opportunity to even be involved with that, with some legitimate organizations that help people who want to do right by other people, you know, by communities. You know, utilize my my resources, utilize my networks. Um, This has, the last month, I've had some tremendous things happen. It's your time to become a leader. Go to soulstrategies.com to find out more. We've seen that our healthcare system is completely in the pooper, you know? We've seen what it looks like when you have to rely solely on, you know, insurance through your jobs. We've had a lot of Americans lose their jobs due to the pandemic, therefore losing their health coverage at the same time that this illness, deadly illness, is spreading all throughout the country. We just learned that our healthcare infrastructure was not built to sustain a, a, a crisis like this, and it wasn't built to support a crisis like this. We just didn't have the bandwidth to handle this. We've seen just how fragile our economy is and how we've, you know, we've heard that many Americans are $400 away from bankruptcy, but now seeing all these people being laid off, um, you know, not being able to pay their rent, entering homelessness, entering poverty. It's just, it shows you that as such a wealthy nation, we have so many Americans on the brink of poverty and it's just, it's a big pill to swallow and it's a big task to take on how to even get us out of the new poverty as well as how to set a fair playing field so that American just have Americans just face less poverty overall and I think all of it starts with having a clear direction having a clear plan of action and having a clear platform 
I know we come from years of both Democrats and Republicans just, you know, making empty promises, saying we want more jobs, we want better health care, but we haven't had any actionable measures or we haven't been able to pass any actionable measures. So now that we do thankfully have the majority in both the House and the Senate, it's important that we start pushing forward some of our progressive policies, such as Green New Deal, such as free college education, such as um, health care, free health care for everyone. It's time that we start tackling those resolutions and trying to get them through our legislature, legislative branch, because it's it's really now or never. It's truly now or never. And at that point, how we can do that is we need more progressive support in the Senate and in Congress. And that falls on us. It's up to us to elect leaders that align with our needs. And it's up to us to not be so swayed by the propaganda of the American dream or voting in all of these super wealthy people just in hopes that we too become wealthy. It's important that we start to separate our monetary ambitions from hi from our ambitions as a country and it's important that we start to elect leaders that think about all americans and their constituents and aren't just thinking about their pockets and how they can become richer it's a thing that i've noticed here lately and i was listening to a separate podcast the other day and they were discussing how a lot of politicians in america are not entering politics as a way to make change as a way to progress the nation as a way to you know uplift americans and help us do better a lot of politicians are entering the game for a money grab they know that you know there's a lot of untapped funding regulations and there's ways that corporations and other rich donors are able to pay off politicians to do their bidding and sadly politicians are entering um this arena just to make money i was talking to a friend the other day and i was saying like when is the last time we've seen a republican push a new legislation not try to repeal something not try to you know deregulate but when is the last time we've seen some uh, politicians on a mass scale push for progressive or just new legislation and i hate how progressive the term progressive has such a negative connotation to it (laughs) you know when you're talking to certain voters and certain you know people but it's like progressive just means progress it just means that we want the correct the country to move forward in a better direction it just means that we want us as a nation to move forward and do better to not be stagnant to not have the status quo to just make progress and change because as much as people would like things to maintain the same as much as we love the status quo we have to move forward time is moving with us we're all getting older each day the country is changing whether people want to acknowledge it or not and it's time that we elect leaders that are going to help us keep up with that change it's imperative and i think that's But we're back. That's definitely the next step. So how do we get these progressives elected? We get these progressive elect- elected by running people 
funded movements. Getting progressive electives, getting progressives elected means, you know, having politicians run that don't take corporate PAC money, that aren't being bought off by corporations that are being funded by the people so that when they get to power, they're held accountable to the people, to the people who got them there. Um, hopefully in this next presidency, we see the Biden-Harris um, team collaborating with progressives and leaning to them for advice on certain things. Yes, I know it's unrealistic to hope that we can just make everything super progressive and the Green New Deal will be passed tomorrow and there'll be free college and free healthcare tomorrow. You know, I'm not crazy, but it will be nice for us to have a more collaborative relationship. You know, the moderates... They rule things. A lot of Democrats also talk about reaching across the aisle, but they need to think more about reaching into their own aisle to the left. There are people within their party who have ideas, who have policies that they want to pass, who have legislation that they've written. And, you know, don't focus so heavily on reaching across the aisle, but reach, you know, in the aisle, down the lane to your own party and you know, work within that party to evict change. And it's it's very possible. It's very possible. So, yes, that was all I had to say today. I just wanted to get in here and do a quick update on just how, you know, we're feeling as a country and just how we can take a gigantic sigh of relief. Another fun or it's not fun, but it's a it's a good it, it warmed my heart a little bit. The officer, uh, Eugene, who protected um, the senators and led the insurrectionists away from uh, the Senate floor during the riots, he just got appointed um, to work in the White House as security for Kamala Harris. So that's really exciting. He escorted her into the inauguration today. So that's really good to see people being rewarded for, you know, being brave and their good behavior. But yes, I'm just hoping for the best. I'm hoping that we can begin this healing process, whatever that looks like. I'm not entirely sure. I know our. I know this isn't over. I know the insurrectionists and the 70 million people who voted for Trump. I know they're not just going to disappear into thin air. And we do have a really hard fought battle ahead of us. But I don't know. I just feel a little bit better today just knowing that, you know, he was inaugurated safely and nobody died because I truly was scared about that. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you for tuning in and joining us. And next week, we're going to do some interviews and get some more people on here. So thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.